going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Four Square Podcast. As always, it's your boy Jeff. It's your boy Alex. It's a brave summer city here. What the fuck going on, baby? Yes, sir. For those who don't know, this is Max. You should know by now. You should know. You should but know if by you now. Don't know. That's Max. And before we get started, Lucas felt congested again. Please drink some goddamn tea, bro. Like, come on now. All right, drink some tea. I get it, bro. I get it. You put in that work, though. You we know, appreciate you for that. You Go J, ahead and do your thing. You J, drink some tea. You know, you know, you know, you got, they got the sick know, bitches walking around and shit. So mm-hmm. them sick motherfuckers, they'll, they'll get some motherfuckers sick. For sure. Yeah. So how's everybody doing? Hey, man. Summer is approaching. Summer means good vibes. I feel you on that. Summer. Means sundress season. Ooh, wee, boy. I can't wait for that. Ooh. Ooh. Ain't nothing like sundress season. Inside your city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sundress season coming to a city near you. It's festivals, baby. Hey, man. Oh, but festivals. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. Go outside. Get drunk. Get day drunk. Mm-hmm. Go home. Be sleep by 10. Be safe wherever you go this summer. For real. Whatever you do to some whatever festivals, concerts, activities, anything you want to do, make sure it's good vibes, good, good time, music, especially good music. Yeah, especially good music for real. And we have a special guest, the first guest of season three, my good friend, Paul Matthews, a.k.a. the Pablo Ramon. What's good, my boy? How you doing? How you living? How you living? Paul, welcome to the show. Skin, motherfucker. What's up? Right. Another, another light skin. skin. Look, another, another light skin. skin. We're balanced out. Light skins unite, bro. Light skins unite. We the Golden State Warriors. We're balanced out. So what's going on? Shit. <laughs> Just like that? Man, nothing much, man. Just happy to be here. Happy for the opportunity, you know. I'm in this bitch. Hell yeah. Fantastic. All right, so give give a, a quick little synopsis of the the type of music that you do. I do R and B music and Latin music. Um, most of the time, I'm putting it together to make some type of Spanish R and B or something with that type of feel. Um, I use most of my influences, put them all together, and that's I feel like I got my own distinct sound now. So that's what's up. What made you pick specifically like the Spanish route to combine Spanish R and B? What made you try to get into that niche? I mean. If you don't speak English in America, you speak Spanish. You know, that's like the second most spoken language. So I just always wanted an advantage on my competition. Always yeah. just a competitive ass nigga at the end of the day, though. So right. it expands your crowd for real. Yep. It does. It does. Definitely. Hell yeah. Learn another language with our sponsor. Duolingo. <laughs> Babble. <laughs> Duolingo, sponsor us. Right, but um, Rosetta Stone. No, nah, for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn another language, man. Like, like all mm-hmm. jokes aside, like learning a second language, a third language, like even like even the unspoken language. Learning, you know, learning what's it? Sign language. A S L. Like learn, American sign. Learn, yeah. Learn what about language. German sign language, Alex? Discriminatory. You know. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't even <laughs> talking about that. ASL. I ain't gonna lie to you. I forgot. I'm sorry, all my people that that. Well, they won't know because they don't listen. They don't hear. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to music, I think because the last time we talked about music was back in 2021, and I know a lot of heat Damn. has dropped since then. So what 
are some artists, maybe even albums that you guys been listening to lately that you're like, yo, like people need to listen to this right here? Hey, man, I'm going to just start off. Show them how to stunt. 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 Davido <laughs> just came out with a new album okay. recently that he dropped. Is it better than Burner Boy's album, though? He's scrolling. Nah. So <laughs> he said nah. This album is called Timeless. Okay. Bro, I've been hooked onto this album that like my my wallpaper is now the album's wallpaper. You mm. bitch. Like, I have been like <laughs> like cuz the, the album's he, wallpaper. He, he been right. he been underneath cover art. He been he been chilling. What about your no, wife? His cover art is fire. Yeah, your, what about your wife? What about your girlfriend? Oh man, I love my wife. She know I love her. Uh-huh. She know what it is. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking for real. You can't see that. I got I got a privacy Where's screen. Where's the boo button? There ain't no boo button yet. Ooh. I got a privacy screen. Nah, 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 nah. But, um, yeah, no, Davido came out with an album called Timeless. So, you know, for those who enjoy Afrobeat, that album is phenomenal. So I encourage everybody to, come to go check that one out. And so, yeah, Afrobeat. Afrobeat has been coming on a wave, bro. Like, Rema, Burna Boy, AOJ, um, no, yeah, Burner Boy's album Burner Boy, yeah. hard like, last year. His, bro, hard, him like, coming through. Almost every fucking TikTok was that last 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 was... Last weekend, or didn't like somebody prove that he was like stealing music or some shit? Oh, for real? Not what? even sampling. Burner Boy, like stole, stealing people samples? Fully jugging some shit. Like they beats and stuff? Oh, like words. I don't know. We're going to fact check that one, bro. That's crazy. Maybe I'm tweaking. I don't know. Conspiracy! That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You can look at it. <laughs> We're gonna look it up. We're gonna look it up. We'll look it up later. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. So what what else what else the kind of new music y'all been listening to, man? What about that new bad bunny, Paul? New bad bunny. Bad bunny, bad bunny. Came out with an album last year. Mm-hmm. I probably I ain't gonna lie to you. I probably only like three songs from it. Really? <clears throat> mm-hmm. He came out with a his album in twenty twenty, Y'all Go Look at Madonna Ghana. That's like that's that that's like his peak, like I don't think he's mm. ever gonna come out with an album that good again. He doesn't need to. Not saying, not saying <laughs> that, not saying his other albums aren't bad. His so other albums are good as fuck. They the so you didn't bad. like Un Verano Senti. I mean, I didn't like every song. He doesn't need to come out with a better album though. I feel no. like no, no. You he's looking down Ghana, bro. He man, but he's coming out with shit that's good though. At the end of the day, mm. but he's, I don't just don't think he's gonna come out with something like that. Like it's not that the album was bad. It's just you think. The overall quality wasn't as good as his previous album. No, it's that Yo I go Yo I go Gana was that good. Okay. Every album that he comes out with is, is fantastic, but it's not Yo I go Gana. Like that shit is like on a different level. Mm. Mm. It be like that for some artists. Like some artists, you got that one album that will be your pedestal, and nothing else will be able to measure up to what you did for that particular album. So it happens, and every and every artist. So I guess for for about money. That album for him is his pedestal, but he still is always going to make like a bop. Like if he's ever going to be on like a feature or just a a single or something, like he can always make a bop just in general. Yeah, man. That is true. So probably from like Umbarano Sinti, I probably only like. You like Oitos Lindos? No, I like uh, um, Me Poto Bonito. Mm. I mean, I think everybody likes that. That, that yeah. shit is uh, yeah. um, Aguacero. I like Oitos Lindos and 
Enseñame a bailar. Those are the two songs that I have like on my repeat on my playlist right now. Okay. Everybody probably like, oh, we know you like Timbo, we know you like Titi me preguntó. So it ain't it ain't it ain't that though. It ain't it ain't. It's good, but it ain't like ain't like what's coming out right now from the DR. So album wise, I've really I like Freddie Gibbs. I like Larry June. Yeah, man, Ooh. man, I've been bumping that June from last year. Man, y'all put me on. Can y'all put me on a Larry June. Can y'all put me on a Larry June. Yes. I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm, 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 not, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not hip. Nigga, oh, don't check West, me. West, Nigga, West, check your bitch. West man, shit. I mean, I, that that's like <clears throat> a nice you know, afternoon the, with the windows down, sipping some cool ass sweet tea. You like, uh, just cooling, bro. Alchemist back. I love Freddie Gibbs too, though. Honestly, uh Joey Badass's two thousand album, the follow up to nineteen ninety nine was smooth too. I actually haven't le- listened to that. Bro, that one is smooth too. Larry June's on that album too. You need to listen to Joey Badass, bro. I've been listening Joey to that since smooth. high school. Those are the type of rappers I like. There ain't a lot of mainstreams I really like, bro. Yeah, straight. Yeah, last one was straight. <clears throat> decent. Oh, I mean, it was decent. Mm. Decent. Smino's Smino shit was Smino good. was fly. Smino shit was fly. Yeah. Nice. So I, Paul, I still think Noir is probably his best album, though. The 2018. Yeah, that one. one's supposed. That, that's yeah. You play that one over and over and over again. Yeah, bro. Okay. So Paul, how uh, how long you been in your your music bag? Uh, I wrote my first song when I was like 10. Nice. Like a full complete song. This is before I even knew schemes and different ways to like different places. To put Do the you still know it? Like, could you recite it? <laughs> I saw it the other day, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a song right now, and I was like. Used this chord progression before, so I, I went in one of my old songbooks and just went through and I saw it. I said, "Damn, that shit old as fuck." <laughs> <laughs> the, the paper turning brown and everything. I'm like, "God damn!" Yeah. So I just was slipping through it, looking at all the shit I've written over the years. But when it comes to this, actually making everything, I mean, that's just a dream. I always wanted to make everything and, and, and just that. Put it out there. Put it out there, like. Make everything, which is hard. People react how very hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's say, what are some, what are some, I guess, some, some troubles. I mean, there's always like the possibility for when every new upcoming artist when they start out, it's always with that idea of like, you know, one day I'm gonna get there to the top, you know, to, mm-hmm. to that top list of like where all the big dogs are. Mm-hmm. So, what is that like? What's that uphill battle like for you? Um. I don't know. I stopped worrying about that. I mean, because I, w- I mean, I went to MTSU for songwriting, so they have a lot of successful alumni. They got oh yeah. Tell them what you majored in. I majored in commercial songwriting. So, I mean, you majored in something like that. Same with the people that did audio production. Same with people that did music business at that school. You realize that <clears throat> these people, yes, they are famous, but when it comes to differences, it's not really that much different. You know, probably besides marketing, probably besides sound quality, of course, because they got the the backing of a label or they got the money of it, but um, it's just when you on your when you independent and you just on your own, mm-hmm. you just gotta grind. And honestly, if you if you enjoy the grind, then you'll be alright. So I really feel like if you if you have a struggle, I feel like people that struggle the most are the people that don't necessarily realize the amount of the, the what it takes and the the smarts and the things you need to know in order to do this. And that's why they struggle so hard. I like that. That's cool. That's good, bro. That's so, good. can you like name probably 
or how many influences would you say that you had that made you want to do music? <clears throat> like these artists specifically was like, I want to get into this. So as a writer and as a singer, um, probably say Stevie Wonder. Mm. My mom loved Brian McKnight and Robin Thicke growing up, so they kind of just rubbed off on me. Us I went through an Usher you. phase and I went through a Jamie Foxx phase. Okay. Music is hard. Yeah. <clears throat> Jamie Foxx got solid five. It's not all the time you hear someone say Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is a talented Everybody be yeah. forgetting that Jamie Foxx, that man is talented. Multi-talented. Yeah, I look up to real. Jamie. I looked I looked up to Jamie for a minute. You know, just him being everywhere, him being an actor, him being a singer. A stamina comic. Comic. Yeah. An artist. Actor, everything. Like that man do it all. But I am your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking up right now. So I want to go ahead and go back to a, a music staple that we do here on the podcast called Who You Got. And to start off, I think I want to go ahead and revisit the J. Cole and Kendrick. You can't, you can't compare them. Not well, that you compare them, but well, who you got? Well, okay. I think I would, I would like to make this more appropriate by bringing up the last two albums that these gentlemen have came out with. So if you give me a sec... Um, because I have bo- like both of their albums, like I have on repeat. Well, was off season. So off season, and then Mr. Morale and the Big Step. Like mm-hmm. both of these albums were super dope. And what makes these what makes these artists so cool is that they are these these are grown men. These ain't these ain't these ain't no little boys just just speaking yeah. bullshit. Like these are grown men talk about grown man shit. Mm-hmm. Like and and so. Like when you hear when you hear their music, they they they're coming with a different type of intensity yeah. when it comes to like the the music and just the words that they're spitting, and so I love both so far, and right now it's still very hard for me to decide who really is gonna get an edge. Like Kendrick's album, like it seemed very more personable mm-hmm. of him, like just speaking about like real world stuff about like how toxic relationships could be. You know, going to therapy, seeing things as a kid that you couldn't really understand, and then understanding them as you get older, like him going to like him going to therapy and him like just being being real and being vulnerable with himself. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Mr. Marlon and Big Steppers, that was that was, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That that it was as good as his early work that has swimming pools. That had um, that had King Kunta, like that had like yeah, like Mm -hmm. those 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 were like that as far as like he came back hard with a vengeance. I mean, he definitely never had a bad album. Not yeah, not really. Yeah, I really don't really. Don't kill my vibe. You're famous now. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) actually, yeah. Like and even some of his singles, like the Heart Part Five, like all the hearts, uh, all the heart songs, like super super good. Mm -hmm. So. What about you, Max? Who you got? There is no king, man. I feel like I am T'Challa. No, I'm saying. I mean, even J. Cole said this shit 2014, Forest Hill Drive, Fire Squad, because I've been listening to that shit a lot lately. One yeah. time for my LA system. Nah, he was like, um, nah, shit. I can't remember the line. Come on now, bro. I'm blanking on it. Nah, he said, um, take the crown, destroy it. Won't be a king. Doesn't need to be a king. Mm. But he has everybody's amazing in their own right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, some of these niggas feel like 
there needs to be a king for their own pride. Mm-hmm. And deep down, they just want to be loved. Yes. Yeah. I know the song. I know exactly <clears throat> the song because that is at the end. <laughs> I know the song. I just cannot think of it right now. Oh, my gosh. It, it, but it was, it's so true of like this. There's, there's, this, there's this idea for men in, in our heads that we think that if there is no alpha, if there is no top dog, mm-hmm. then there is no purpose. Like everybody feels like they have to be the top dog in every single moment of their life. And it's like sometimes you have to step back and it's okay to just step down from that because at the end of the day, there are just simple things that we just want to be fulfilled. We just want to we want to be loved. We want to be appreciated. We want to be respected. Mm-hmm. And we have this this weird ideology that we have to always rule with a force, with a fighting fist. And sometimes you have to come with a sense of vulnerability and love, and just that emotion. So, see, but that's what makes that's why it makes it hard. Like I, I love both Kendrick and J Cole because they're both coming. With powerful messages, with messages that everybody needs to to really pay attention to. So yeah, man, it's, it's kind of. I mean, I've been listening to Black and Berry, Sweeter Juice too. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, Black and Berry. Um, that whole album and you know, Mr. Morale, The Big Steppers, they, they both very intimate albums. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really think about it, this about in, internal struggle. I mean, you really go back to uh, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. That's also about internal struggle and mm-hmm. struggling community as well. Hell, Section eighty two. Mm. Yeah, all of them is about internal struggle and just you know you fighting your personal battles. I'm um, fighting for my life. What about you, you Paul? You who, who you got? Hot take. That's a tough one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> tough one, isn't it? When I always come to them type of debates for me, I always think back of at one point in time was I at one point in time was I not ever paying attention to them, but I knew who they were. Yeah, and I think back in middle school. About that time, I was in the trap music hard, and I wasn't. The Chief Keith came around, so I wasn't really listening to. <laughs> I wasn't really listening to, to Kendrick and, and and J Cole like that. But yeah, both of them. I go home and I turn on 106 and Park. I saw both of them in the top ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're always in the top. They're always going to be like Billboard top 100s. They're always going to be like top ten. Like artists of like all time like like the goats mm-hmm. and, and the music industry like they're always in that mix exactly so it's like i man i don't know i can't even choose one it's I, really I, yeah with that <clears throat> i think they have such great marketability in the sense that they can still get deep and still get the same plays as like Lil baby and you know other artists that don't really be i mean he'd be saying some stuff sometimes he'd be a young boy yeah, you know, just ignorant shit, but like, you know, they still have this even better marketability, in my opinion. No, it's crazy. They can bro. drop deep shit. Y'all seen that nigga NBA on boy? He was crying about the music that he makes and how he doesn't like making it like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these artists are really stuck in contracts that force them to make these type of music. Type, make yep. that type of music. But it's because the, I, I think that, unfortunately, a lot of times, like how you said, like, you guys named multiple different business de- like music degrees that you can get at MTSU mm. you said like like songwriting music r- like lyric production. writing production there's and you said there's music business yes, I think that that's one thing that be s- like steering people th- in the wrong direction because a lot of people always think about like the hustle of just get me in the booth get me in the booth but everybody forgets that there's a business aspect mm. to it and so for a lot of these like these these real greedy like labels, 
that that's all they're gonna do. They're gonna suck you in. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna squeeze you for the ignorant shit, and that's all they want from you. And they're gonna continue to get that out of you because that's what's bread. That's the bread, and you gotta still stand by your label. And you probably have all these other you know law abiding things in your contract where you're forced to do shit that you don't want to. And so, like, yeah, imagine NBA Youngboy want to want to step into more of like a Kendrick or J. Cora, and they'd be like, Nah, we want nigga shit. Yeah. That's all we want. And I'm just like, nigga shit, nigga shit, I mean, nigga, nigga, nigga shit. Yeah, I was gonna say because you know <laughs> what? Because going into music, do you think that there's not so much of an emphasis on the business side that people do get stuck in con- bad contracts and stuff like that, dude? Like I told you, I always wanted to, all I wanted to, always wanted to do was make my own shit. Cause I knew that I didn't want nobody writing. I always wanted to be at least the the main person doing everything for me. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people who are talented people. I've met a lot of people. I tried out for American Idol. I met a lot of people like this there. Mm-hmm. They literally are just singers or rappers, and that's all they do. That's it. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it took me so long. It took me. It was hard for me. It took me a long time to actually understand and realize that there's people out here that just do that and cannot write. And I'm like, if you can sing, you can write. No. I mean, there are a lot. There, but there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people like that. I mean, Neo has his own music, but Neo has written a lot of bangers mm-hmm. for other artists. Creativity. Even, even he who is incarcerated yeah. wrote a lot I'm of talking bangers. Talking about R. Kelly. <laughs> A lot of them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> I was like, well, see, that's the end of Foursquare. Uh, thank y'all for... Uh, no, nah, yeah. right. I mean, so when you see these guys like, you know, Neo, Kelly, Babyface, these guys have written music. Pharrell, like, these guys have written music for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Pharrell. Well, Pharrell makes his own music. He, his music is good. But those people... One of the best producers. They have, they have literally, like... They understood that. They're, 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 they everything. stayed relevant. Neo, Kelly, Pharrell, like all those people, even though their music might be more in like the 2010, 2005 range, 90s. but it, the 90s range, that's where like they were out and popping in the forefront. But since then, they have been making their bread just by saying, hey, I got a good song for you. Yeah. But it's, that's all they're doing. It's just handing songs out. What's crazy is that like even nowadays, like because songs are so much simpler, would you say that like it's easier to write songs since, like, it's more about the marketability of it, or it actually is harder. It is hard writing a song. Really, people still want to be authentic, and then they they they. I feel like people would correct me if I'm wrong. People still want to try to figure out how can I create my own sound, mm. my own music, that's my hard. own voice. And I feel like that the more the more music that's produced, the harder authentic, the harder that something's going to be more authentic. Right. So I mean. You talk about authenticity. I, you know, I always be trying to, when people say I need to find their own sound, it's kind of hard because most of the time when I'm, when I'm getting, when I'm approached by a producer and they say they need a writer or they have an artist that they don't really write, they need to find their own, they just, they got to find their own sound. They don't have their own sound. Mm-hmm. They're just a singer. They're just a rapper. You got to find the right writer mm-hmm. that fits them. The writer or producer. Because mm-hmm. even like, um, mm-hmm. even like Metro Boomin. Yeah. Metro Boomin is on so under so many different artists, he but he MTSU is a part of so- you what? You MTSU grad too? No, that's Take Keith. Take Keith. Yeah. Uh, Metro uh, Boomin. Um, <laughs> what's another one? Um, DJ Mustard. Yeah. Mustard on a big hot. Nah. Like he, him making the same damn song all 2014. But he still is making money off of it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, let me tell y'all how hip hop and R&B work, right? So 
country music and pop music. That's what I mainly wrote back in MT. And I thank God for it. Because country music is the best. Listen to lyrics of country music. That is the best written music out there. It is actually really deep. Deep, cunt, like, that That makes you a better writer. Like, I'm talking about, not, like, not country country pop, I'm talking about, like, Luke Bryan and country. I'm, I'm talking honest, bro. that. Brantley Gilbert and, 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 and them Chris people. Stapleton, Tennessee whiskey, that shit goes hard. It's deep. Bro. Hey, yo, Tennessee whiskey be sounding so like you want to cry. <laughs> mm. Tennessee whiskey. So when it come to that, it's like if you did not write. If you wrote the song, wrote it, had anything to do with the writing of the song, mm-hmm. you get writing credit. But in hip hop and R and B, the producers always in the writing credits. That's just how the, that business works. So, so you been Timberland didn't write it? Yeah, you see Timberland, you see. Mustard, you see all these guys in the writing credits, and they just made the Mustard. beat. D- DJ Drama, mm. like a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot of those people who are still like, like even even Dr. Dre, like he's still probably getting credits for like yeah. stuff that's getting sampled, all the off of stuff oh, yeah, that he originally created, mm. and then that's how he still like that's how people like Dr. Dre yeah. continues to get because it's, it's all in the business world is is all called residuals. Yeah, it's resi- residuals, dividends, like all of the back end pay that comes later. But a lot of people be focused on the, I want to get paid now. And a lot of times, the front-end pay is nowhere near as good as the back-end pay. Because mm-hmm. the back-end pay, that shit could last for years. Yeah, in the business, Still um, does. when it comes to sampling, man, like, you got to you gotta actually realize, like, copyright, that's what copyright's for. Mm-hmm. It's for protection. It's for whenever somebody use your shit, mm-hmm. you can legally get them to pay so, you yeah. up. Mm-hmm. So when they put <laughs> all them samples, when they make a beat, and you see, like, 15 people that wrote that damn song and half of them fucking are dead, but their copyrights are still protecting their music from way back from 1970, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like late 79. Family still seeing that. It's going to be in damn near impossible to try to like swipe away like Stevie Wonder's music because he's been relevant for like four decades. Yeah. Now his music, like, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a long time for his music to be in public domain though. Yeah. Shit, what about Quincy Jones? He's been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um... He's still alive. So when it comes to when it comes to like so the copyright law got re got I don't think it got revised. It came into play um, in nineteen seventy nine, like February nineteen seventy nine, if I remember correctly. Don't kill me, O'Brien. But um, that was my professor that taught me that. (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien and Ouellette, don't kill me. But before that, they had they have different standards Mm -hmm. of copyrights, how long they last compared to the ones after. February 79 and after. So the fact that Quincy Jones and Stevie Wonder both made music before 79 as well as after 79 was going to be tricky. Because they got grandfathered into that, really. Yeah, and then also I think the the one before 79, well, both of them, I think they also are life of author plus whatever mm. more numbers is mm-hmm. after that. Even even those people in that, in that, in that time per- period, because even like Smokey Robinson – is still probably getting residuals from off of the mm-hmm. stuff. And that man is still going on tour. And that man is how old? And he's still getting money and mm-hmm. still getting, well, yes, but he's still <laughs> up there. Like Smokey Robinson, shit, the Isley brothers yeah. Oh, yeah. are Isley still brothers. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. James Brown is still right. getting paid to this day. He's the most simple person in all of hip hop history. James Brown? James wow. Brown. And that man been dead since Fun like fact. 2002. Seven. Like 2007 when he died? 2006. Yeah, 
he, and so he been gone for a long time, and he's still he probably still racking up checks. Oh boy, listen, let me tell you, his, you his remember, estate is live, still probably something ridiculous. You know, I lived in mm-hmm. Augusta, you know, he's from Augusta, mm-hmm. yeah. so you know they got a whole how many statue, statues of James they got Brown? A statue of him right in the middle, and he got a street name and all that shit for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still making money. He's still blasting his music from downtown Augusta, bro. Like that mm-hmm. shit, like, crazy. Yeah. People like him are like, um, and whenever it goes to public domain, he won't be making. He won't be making that money no more. He won't be going to his family no more. But they can always like re. They can rehash they can anything. Always, they can always re. Because re- even even stuff. in like certain the, even in certain songs like um like Georgia on my mind by uh by Ray Charles mm-hmm. the Masters plays that because the Masters is always in Augusta mm-hmm. and so every single time they play that I Ray bet Charles. you Ray Charles as a state is is always gonna cash a check Ray off Charles that. But this is another thing. Mm-hmm. This is another thing though. <laughs> you can submit. You can. So this is for the writers. This is for all my writers. I got. I have a cousin that does music in Arkansas, and he ain't got it. I know a lot of niggas in Arkansas ain't got it. Get with a PRO. If you write music, get with a PRO. Get with ASCAP. Get with BMI. Get with GMR. CSEC, You ain't gonna get in that. But getting them three, because CSEC is invitation only, and they're like they're like for like. What what, what are these that you're naming? Probably, uh, what, uh, they're um forming rights organizations. These are the organizations that. You register with, you know, you might have to pay like a one-time member fee to get in, but you, um, you, you, that's crazy. You submit your, <laughs> you put your lyrics in there. Well, you don't put your lyrics, but you submit your songs. Mm. These protects, these, they protect your songs. They track how many times these get played. They track the amount of money, you know, these songs make. If you get these, you know, protected through that way as well, then your sound recordings and your lyrics also can help you keep the money coming after the copyrights up. Copyright is just going to protect you legally. ASAP is going to put it under your name. And we're back. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you real quick, um, you know, as a songwriter and a music artist, you know, we actually talked a little bit earlier. Do you find yourself not listening to music as much because you don't want to gain influence from other artists? It's not that I don't want to gain influence. I just don't listen. Why? I do not know. I make so much. I'm always having something in my head. I'm always, like, just creating I just never really listen. The only music I listen to is what's ever on my playlist. Mm. But whatever song that's just like caught my eye and I've been listening to like crazy all the time. I'm an oldie, bro. I listen to old music most of the time. What decade? Seventies, eighties. Let's say you seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Man, listening to Run DMC. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was that. Grandmaster oh my god. Uh oh. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was terrible, bro. Nineties rap was probably good. It was good. It was Pete. 80s rap. Let's say we talking about like artists like like Big Daddy Kane and Run DMC. You knew it was running it at that time. Yeah, late eighties cool, but that early shit, Sugar Free, Sugar 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 Bear Hill, whatever the fuck, (laughs) Sugar Sugar Hill 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 Gang, Hill Gang, no. Grandmaster Flash. I'm about to get on my hoes. I'm about to go in. I'm about to look at my toes. Curtis Blow. Ear in. Yeah, Curtis Blow. No. Now that now that's hip hop. 
I'm like, yeah, they wasn't I saying shit back then either, though. I listened to a lot do-do-do-do-do-do. of them. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. It's not that all. I don't know. Nah, like, I listen to some, of course. I listen to new music, like, when it's... I, most of the time, I hear new music when I go out and I... In the streets. Yeah, just club. Mm-hmm. So Shazam! Like, oh, this is nice. And he's in the streets. Yep. Siri. <laughs> My Siri in Spanish. I was like, oh, yeah, Siri, kid. Yeah, so... Um, no, nah, I don't really. I like to be in shit. I just work, music, play video games. That's it. You really be to yourself. Yep. That's just live, bro. Hey, man. It be like that sometimes, man. For sure, for sure. I don't even listen to my own music after I put it out. Mm. That's interesting. Really? Well, I mean, yeah, if you listening to it, producing well, yeah. it. You yeah, might I told you. I listen to that shit. I'm, every song I've made on Spotify, on Apple Music, or wherever you listen to music and hear my stuff. I've heard that shit about a million times before you even heard it. Yeah. I heard it in my imagination before I put it in a tangible form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tired of that shit. Do <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever play your music for people? Like if they come through, you like play Yeah, it. if they want to hear something, I, there you go. <laughs> you you're not going to force that shit upon them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like you know what make music, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, because some people be like that. Hey, yo, check out my new mixtape, you know, check out my new EP, you know. And that should be ass. They hustling. <laughs> they hustling, though. I commend them for it, but. Like, get your SoundCloud ass up out of here, nigga. Right. Man, that SoundCloud link was crazy in the 2016. I haven't updated my SoundCloud in a long time. I bro. forgot my password, so. <laughs> nobody nobody even on SoundCloud no more. Bro. I still got music on there, bro. I'm still Bro, my brother still be listening to SoundCloud. My brother still be listening to SoundCloud know. shit. SoundCloud's still big, though, in, like, Puerto Rico and DR and, play, in, like, you know, in the Caribbean, though. Mm. It's you said what? Real niggas know best for real. Bro, nobody on that old ass shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> that old, old ass shit. Niggas remember that shit now? Yeah, I do. The LimeWire. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> LimeWire. That Piff. Mm-mm-mm. That Pop DX. Hell yeah. <laughs> I used to go on that website and I used to uh, I used to get my memory card for my PSP. You get viruses. Yeah, and, I used to get, <laughs> and I used to download, it, download all the music on my uh, memory card for my PSP. Shit used to be but right. They would have all the music though. You look up an artist that had like one song or two songs from that nigga. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Virus. And I've been right there in class on that piff. That's where I listened to uh, Our Future and Joey Badass back in the day. Mm. Boy. Worry about album son. Shouts out to Top Dollar. Shouts out to Haji Daddies. Shouts out to Left Grizzle. Man, can you believe that song is 11 years old, bro? Shouts out to Damien. That song is Frankie 11 Ocean. years old. Frank Ocean was an underground, like, SoundCloud oh, nigga. He's our future. Crazy. Wolfgang. That that was Wolfgang. That I was the era. Yeah, that was, oh, that was you time. had to be there for that. Boy, the squad shit. That, that whole 2010s. You know, yeah, that well, Tyler he actually mentioned like he makes you know subtle references to it in the, in his you know new album that he kind of redropped the deluxe part. I okay. guess the un, unreleased stuff that he just dropped not too long ago. Okay. And he actually makes references to it. And it's like, if, you, if you're if you a fan if you, and you've been a fan for that long, you kind of like catch that shit. And you're like, oh my God. Like, this nigga been making music for a long ass time. Long ass time. <laughs> like, my, relevant. But going back to what you said about the 2010s, it was a pretty big shift in how hip hop was from like 2010 to 2015 and then the later half of the decade. So like, like a completely different culture. But our cold culture, like... When we say 2010s, what's funny is we don't even we're not even talking about the whole 2010s. It's not like the 2000s where like niggas was wearing big ass shorts all the way to 2009, bro. Yeah, big we're talking ass about like when we say 2010s, we're literally talking about from like 2010 to like 2013. Yep. Yeah. After 20, 2014 to like 2016, it was different. Wait, 2017 to 2019. You said 2010 to 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's middle school and high school for us. Yeah. Middle school for me, yeah. So it's. 
I'm so now so now let's think about it. All the artists that, that was popping at that time. Chief Keef. Chief Keef. Drake. Maybach. J. Cole. J. Cole. Kendrick. Meek Mill came out. Meek Mill. Meek Millie. Bro, Maybach music was killing it. I ain't gonna lie to bro, you. Bro, Maybach. Yeah, that was that that was bro. the era of the super Rick, groups. Bro, Rick Ross. Bro, money. Meek Future. Mill, Maybach, Future Ace was getting hot. Future was getting yep. hot, bro. Future, like. Yeah. Same damn time. Like, you had the old trap niggas from like 2000s, like T.I. Yep. You had Jeezy. Um, you had all them still going crazy Still in going in. Mm-hmm. Alicia Keys was still making good music. Even Migos, Usher, Migos Usher came out with some. young. Migos was like high schoolers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's where it started. <laughs> was, once Versace came out with that yeah, triple Versace flow, was crazy. it was a rap. That was a rap. That's when it changed. Oh, Hannah, like, Montana, really Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Nigga, if, if that was not your dance move in the 2010s, bro, you didn't know how to oh, dance, bro. Yeah. Every, this was not your shit right here. B.O.B. was out, bro. B.O.B., Shit. Y'all remember that song? Oh, we still in this bitch. I, I, I still play that shit. Yep. Frog niggas. Cause that's when Ti. That's that shit. I don't. That's like. when Ti and uh, Floyd had gotten that fight. Floyd Mayweather got in yeah. that fight. Mm. <laughs> and he got in, in the song. He said, "You try to disrespect me, blacky eye. That no lie." I'm like, "Nigga, you <laughs> no, you got your ass." That, that's what it did. That they said I got two black eyes. What, what they they do? <laughs> like, Fine. come on, bro. Fine was killed. Fine, oh, Fine era. Era. Y'all don't understand. Like when we when we raving about this, this was literally our life. It was crazy. Like, what? The eighth grade, the eighth grade dance. All we were doing was just jumping. We wouldn't formative years. We didn't bro. give a no, fuck. no, 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 no. We was hitting the red nose. Red we gonna, who she gonna shake it yeah. like a red nose? Hey, like, like that was still the era, like towards the end of like every every year had a new cat dance. Daddy. Yeah. Cat daddy, cat daddy, cat daddy. I was killing that <laughs> shit. Yeah, the jerk coming out, yeah. stinky leg. The Dougie, then the Dougie come out like in 2010. Yeah. Like, bro, yeah, the jerk was 2009. Era. The Dougie was 2010. Beef it up was 2011. Mm-hmm. 2012 was Gangnam Style. 2013 was uh, what was that? WAP. And then 2014 oh was Drop That Thump It On. 2015 was Bay Area was killing it in the dance scene. Don't though. drop that thump. Bay Area was killing it. There was a new dance every day. I mean, now every year, bro. No more, people don't like dancing. People just be standing at the wall just people watching. That's literally why I go to Latin clubs. It's a, it's a, it's a That's literally why. I, I want to dance. Latin clubs. Hey, the club in Athens. When we was, when we was bar hopping. And oh, Tropical. Yeah. When we went to Tropical, bro. But we were sweating up a storm. Though. Every time me and him go somewhere like that, we, we in that bitch. Dancing our ass. We go to Plaza. Plaza. Where's that, Antioch? Mm-hmm. Plaza's yeah. in Antioch. Antioch. That's, um, a, that's a good place. Like, bro. But that's that's where people, bro, just just go dance. Actually dance. Shit. Go dance that's what's crazy, though. That's what I tell people. When I was when we was little, like in the 2000s, and we saw all the music videos, we saw in the music videos, people, like, that's what actually made me want to make music, just yeah. watching... Um, Video Vic. Caught up. Video Caught up by Usher. <laughs> video Vic. There was no IG models. It was Video, video Vic. It was video. Bro. They were just built different. Best, built natural. music video. You never see them. They had no social media. You didn't know who the fuck they was. Mm-hmm. Didn't hey. even know their name. I ain't going to hold They you, was bro. in the video. You was like. Not going to hold yep. you. <laughs> the, best, the best music videos during that time. Every Chris Brown music video was fire because it had everything. It yeah. had, of course, it had fine women there. And that nigga did a but flip. But that man was <laughs> dancing like every yep. single time. She want that lovey, 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 that kiss, kiss. Like yeah, even Neo was dancing in the middle. Too. Yes, Neo, Usher. middle of the street. Usher, yeah, middle of the street. Bro, Usher was all music videos Neo was, hard. was dancing. Like T Pain was dancing. Yep. <laughs> even the niggas that wasn't dancing, it was hard. Yep. Like. To even Fat Joe lean back. That's a simple ass dance, but he's still but dancing. Big ass every man. genre, every genre. Like I used to literally sit up and watch VH1 when they used to play their music videos. 106 to Park after school. Bro, I saw music all videos all the time, videos. and that's what made me want to make music. I wanted to be the main character in the music video. 
But now everybody, all they doing is just doing this shit. <laughs> just it's either that or they doing some yeah. simple thing around a whole bunch of just girls barely twerking, right. barely. And they just standing there, just like, yeah, you know what it is, gang, yeah. gang, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, bro, when I, when I, lame. Yeah, when I come out with a music video, I'm most definitely, I'm not even gonna like lip sing in it. I want to actually be like a short story. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Like pertaining to the song, just a short story. It's gonna be some different, but I want I want to bring back the storytelling back. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. If you heard, um, <clears throat> going back to uh, Big Steppers, if you listen to Re- Re- Cry Together, that music video was hilarious. Yeah. But it was so real because everybody knows that toxic couple mm-hmm. that just be jawing in at each other, just saying stupid shit. And at the end, what they do? Fucking. Like, that's what it is. Why you say it like that? Come on, bro. That's <laughs> what it is, though, bro. I mean, niggas, they don't actually take care of themselves. And that's the whole point. Mm, I'm trying yeah. to tell you, this is what y'all look like. Y'all look fucking ridiculous. You look dumb. Get some help. This is how y'all sound. So Stop like, it. get some help. So back in like early 2010s, what were some songs that like were just running the like? You ain't even know is still one of the like many songs from like early 2010s that I still play to this day. I'm a boss by Meek Mill and Rick Ross. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's that was that was my that was my walk up. Yeah, yeah. You hear that shit? You know what's happening. You know what's going on. What's going on? I was like, yeah. Like that was my walk up man. Because you know what the fuck going on, bro. Like I'm a boss. I'm about to blast this shit. Back up. Back up. What was you blasting in middle school, nigga? That that was. That's what I thought. So like niggas on that time. Ace, bro. Bugatti. Yep. I woke up in there, nigga, who got it? That shit Woo. was hard, bro. That like, was hard. Man, so Boss, Bugatti, we still in this bitch. Mm-hmm. I'll say Ball by T.I. was hard, bro. Yeah. That was hard as Hustle, fuck. Hustle Hard by Ace Hood. King um, shit, Yo Gotti and T.I., bro. Yeah. Man, Hustle Gang was killing it, too. They they didn't care. They had Woke Kimo Sawi out. Yo, my And then you the had whole, that Paris. I'm so that, hood. The whole um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Shit, niggas in Paris. Shit. Niggas oh yeah. Yeah, he was killing it though. Yeah, he was killing it too. In Paris. Like, Otis going in, bro. Yeah. Or even that Paris Martin music. Or Aston Martin music. This nigga said Paris Martin. I said, what is that? That was that was that was that was Drake's reaction. Aston Martin music. Yeah. That nice pineapple. Did y'all watch uh Fleeno Bilt? Fleeno Bilt, like the people that used to make cartoon parodies of the rappers mm-hmm. online. Oh my god. Them niggas feel like Fleeno Bilt, something like that. They used to make uh, Young Money parodies and shit. Yeah, we are Young all Money. All those artists, even shit, Plies. Plies was mm. still like making dope music. Nigga, I ain't know who that nigga was until he said, sweet pussy, sad. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, I didn't oh. know. I, that pussy was sweet. Suck so uh, on them little titties like Plies. Um, <laughs> like, oh, um, I never knew Wait a minute. Who sings um, She Rockin' That Thing? The Dream. Yeah. The Dream was still making good Kirk music. Kirk Baines came out with something, and I was like, who is drank this in my cup. Oh, he drank, made that song. I got that drink in my cup. Every, <laughs> hey, every bad bitch you know was singing that song. I got it. Yeah, that's swag up. music. Yo, it came down. Hold up. Good game. I hop out of the bed. Turn my swag on. Take a look. It never rest. That was up. Oh, my nigga Soulja Boy. That nigga came to the scene, boy. I was a little ass kid. This man, Soulja Boy. I shoot this whole thing. Pretty bro. boy swag. All the girls. Let me get a shoot. When I pretty boy swag. Pioneered this whole oh, thing, man. These girls, they on me. Damn. <laughs> Everybody pay attention. Because this, this right here is my pretty 
What swag? Hey, really? What swag? Hey, bro. Every dance, bro, bro. Dance, homecoming dance, ninth grade, tenth grade year. That's all the fuck we was. All you hear was. Girl, the way you moving. Oh, they still play that bitch. Yo, dash, bro. I hear that song. I know what's happening. Bro, we missed the show. They put it on me. Yeah, early 2010s was different. It was. That was a. I mean, just the whole culture, bro. It was like we was on kick, bro. Yeah. Oh, kick. Yep. I got stories bro. about kick, bro. Uh-oh. No. Nah, all the hoes was on kick. Lord. You know, you know, you know we'll say that for after hours. We'll say that for after hours. After hours? No. We'll say that for after hours. We'll say that for after hours later, bro. Kick was a different... Instagram had just came out, bro. That was and a different beast. At one point in time, Instagram wasn't even out on Android, so I had to wait till that bitch was available for Android. Yeah. That, then when I got it, you take a picture and you deep fry that bitch in the fix. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nigga come out looking like a whole different... You know what Extra pastel, motherfucker. You know, yep. what I'm like somebody God. colored your shit. <laughs> that was crazy. Had little filters on. You, know, you got that big ass checker belt on and shit, bro. Oh, me, oh <laughs> nigga, hoodies and cargo shorts was like my go-to outfit, bro. <laughs> it was it was hoodies, cargo, Sperry's. Sperry's with hey, the Nike Elite, with the Nike Elite. Nike Elite. We always had Sperry's on. Fucking Nike Elite, bro. We didn't care, bro. And Coach always got pissed at us for wearing Sperry's. Nike Elite, baby. You was so country. He, I told him I want some Sperry's. He said, "What the hell are them?" So he took me to the store. He said, nigga, you just want some boat shoes? <laughs> so he went, he got me these off-brand ass spirits. I rock them though. Niggas are dumb. They was like, oh, you them spirits, you got hard. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, these is off the wall. These is Terry's. <laughs> oh, the way these is, is Darry's. The, the way niggas would sag skinny jeans back in the day boy, was insane. Oh, it oh was because skinny oh, jeans with a snapback on the belt loop. Everybody, yep. everybody and obey. Or Everybody would wear squinty, with skinny jeans, and then ones, bro. you would go to Spencer's and get those spike belts. Yep. And we would wear that around, and everybody would fashion, because our school had our school had uniform. So yeah. we had to, you could only rock so much. So it would always be based off of the shoe, the spike belt, or you go to Spencer's and you get the bracelets. Like Yeah, you always be looking real Shit. fucking crazy. We was looking, looking back at it, it looking goofy. real goddamn yeah, crazy. It uh, would be like blue checkered pants dark. and shit. Because yeah. everything had to be, everything everything in our school had to be navy blue and it had to have our logo. So the only other thing you could really style was your accessories or your belt. Mm. Yeah, you couldn't wear like no hoodie over it. And then teachers would, and then teachers would, would come and hem up students that didn't have a belt. With a zip tie. With a zip tie. Yes, Dang. bro. They would come and hem up kids we quick. Said, uh, Damn dress code, bro. Yeah, we had, dress code violations, getting lunch detention. Shit, we didn't have uniforms when I got middle school, so I got I got hit with the real world quick. I didn't know how to dress myself. Mm-hmm. Shit. What the fuck you got on, nigga? Yeah, we started wearing it, but we started doing some like when I was in eighth grade where you get your we was wearing polo hard, like polo Ralph Lauren, the, the who's <laughs> yeah. wearing the polos hey, don't, don't, hard. Don't wear the, <laughs> we put them whole we'll put a polo Ralph Lauren the collar shirt over a hoodie. Make sure that the hoodie matched the polo or at least the sign. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise we would rock that bitch. <laughs> we so uh, had to make sure it was Ralph. Gotta too. Be actually, it was yeah. Had to be Ralph. Is it Ralph though? Because if it was useful, we're gonna come get you. Hey. They on your ass. It was USPA. We're going to come get you. They be on you, bro. You get your ass fired up. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck that you got on? Straight. That cook. entire era, if it was not, it was not Polo. Aeropostle. Aeropostle. American Outfitters. Um, Supreme. Obey. A bathing ape. Yeah. That's, that's like the odd future kids, though. Like, like Amber Crombie Fitch. Yep. Amber Crombie. Like, all of those... With the music at that time, like that's just what it and was. If you couldn't afford them, hopefully you can afford a, a Nike a Nike T shirt. Good luck, my boy. You get a, you get anything you Nike, you were straight, bro. You was mm-hmm. getting bullied quick. I used to rock Adidas though. 
I swear to God, I went through an Adidas phase. I said, I ain't buying a Nike shit, Adidas. I said, uh, Nike at least, I had like these, I had like different colors of them. It was like Adidas socks, and they had like the stripes on the side. Them was, I, I was I killing that shit. Mm. Straight. I, I was just didn't like Adidas at the time. I was doing that shit. I ain't yeah. give a fuck. I don't know why. I They're like, damn, Paul, you got them new D Rose on. I'm like, these ain't D Rose, nigga, but appreciate you. Derek Rose wearing them shit. He did. Nike was up. And also, yeah, Nike sure came did. out with all of those catchphrases, all of those graphic tees that just had. Punish. Hustle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Respect. It says punish with a Nike punish. shit. Damn. Just do it. That's hard. I, I might need that one. <laughs> I got to find out and just walk <laughs> around. Might punish. need that one. Punish. Punisher. <laughs> like, like, but yeah. See, all of that at that time, like, but that influenced, influenced by music. Everything culture. was so, based off of that. And then what's so, so funny is it just like changed. 2010 is like literally just went through like different stages. 2014 it was, it was, to 2016. That was a whole different vibe, bro. 2017. Yeah, that, that's when you started seeing jean jackets, bomber jackets. Like I feel like 2017, from 2017 is literally, 2017 has felt like the 2020s, honestly. Yeah. Like there's been no change. Yeah. yeah. Since then, it's just been. But 2014 to 2016 was different. Bomber jackets. Mm-hmm. I think the turning point for 2017 was when Migos dropped. Uh, shit. Culture. Culture yes. one, culture, culture one, one, yeah. culture one. Culture one. Culture one. Culture one. Yeah. Yeah. Because once that dropped, that was in like January. Yeah. After that, it was. It's been. It's been different. It's yeah. been the same. Like, <laughs> it's been the same. No more. No more deep fried pictures, bro. Nah, but <laughs> extra crispy. But, but young rich music, young rich music too. All that shit had like, like Chinatown, mm. Versace, um, bricks, um. Gosh, all of those songs, like, it was just... That was brown paper bag. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Pipe it up. Pipe, pipe it up was yeah. played was everywhere. Yep. That was twenty. Every single word. Oh, pipe it up. Pipe it up. Like, yeah, like come on, bro. This is 20. Come on, bro. That is the... Like, stop it, bro. It was real deep fried out here. It was real deep fried. Deep fried, yo. Deep fried, bro. Deep fried. Oh I got even God. worse, bro. I went the oh. extra mile, bro. <laughs> 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 Please get these pictures. Hey, send those to me. I'll, I'll put it in the video. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. We're going crazy. That's that what I had. A, I had a um a Blackberry. Uh, damn, what was the name of that phone? It was a Blackberry, and it didn't have everything that everybody else had, so it did have this effect. So I used to just like... Turn that bitch up all the way and be like, bam! <laughs> this is what y'all gonna get. That's exactly what you And that was hard. Eyes hurt. Here go, here go with hard. the polo in the hoodie. Straight <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, see, my shit, you talking to me, my fault. <laughs> but that's 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 real. That, that's what that time period was. Straight, and, I forgot what app we had to download. Fried. See, see, but when you put that on the picture, everybody's like, yo, like, who is he? And then you see, yeah. be like, this is what he looked like. Be like, I barely see him. Yep. But she, that's the effect. That was hard, though, yes, back then. You go right that here. Bam. Yeah. That's 2010s in a nutshell. Yes. Right there. Exactly I had the gloves, Nike, 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 Nike. The girl, the girl used to got down do that little twisted leg thing and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the little silly bands they used to have back then. Oh. Hey, bro. Fuck. Silly bands was a time, bro. That silly bands was, was a time. <laughs> Players um, was making their money. Players were making their money, and everybody had a bro. tech deck. Yep, Look. everybody had a tech deck collection. Tell me, I'm not that nigga, bro. I had the, the polo with the cargo, American Eagle cargo with the with the red Nike slides and the elites, bro. I'm killing them. I'm in Galveston, Texas. At this time, they had a seaweed problem on the beach, so it smelled like straight ass. That boy really chilling. Straight with the shades, bro. Flex on the O's. Not bullshit. Was it Ralph? Was it Ralph? Of course. As long as it was Ralph. <laughs> was it Ralph? I gotta see the horse, bro. 
The horse is solid. Don't play me. It's not even. It's not. It's not transparent, bro. Man. Horsepower, horse. Oh man, gotta so be solid. We, so we talked about the 2010s. What about the 2000s? I enjoyed the 2000s. I think because I was a little kid. We was little kids. Little we was kid. running around. It wasn't like it wasn't like we really. Was going on but I will say this, man. Before Michelle Obama got in the office, I, my lunches was hidden, bro. At school, my school lunches was hidden, bro. Michelle, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Michelle. You kind of kind of fucked me up. Right now, the cook, the cookies used to be so big, and then they got so. Oh, gooey. She wanted to benefit your health, nigga. We had nachos for lunch. <laughs> I don't give a shit about no baked lays. Loaded too. Like Nachos. You had the lettuce. You had the the damn tomatoes. Little cream. <laughs> Beautiful. Lunch was everything to me. I had three chicken nuggets after that. You took my lunch from me. You took my lunch. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna give a fuck. I ain't never gonna forgive you for that. Yeah, chimichangas and shit, bro. Oh my. He really hurt. I got a vendetta. I don't like that shit, Michelle. I don't. I just don't agree with that. I got beef with you. We still fat. <laughs> oh God! It didn't help. No, we didn't have no more beef after that. <laughs> oh man! No. Back to music though. But the two thousands was cool. I mean, that's the peak of music though. Yeah, because you always gonna yeah. go back to. That is the peak of R and B. Neo soul. Bro, I went to R and B. I think that was toward the end of the peak I was of R and B. R and B only last weekend. That shit was dope as fuck. I should have went. All, I would have loved it. That's my favorite genre. All, yeah, all throwbacks pretty much. I mean, they threw a little uh, Dude, new shit in there. Late 2000s, early, late two, late 90s to 2000s. That, to yeah, me, that's the was, that's the peak. Yeah. That shit, bro. yeah. It wasn't the same after probably like Usher and Alicia Keys did their thing. Or yep. Usher, Alicia Keys and Beyonce did whatever they did in the early, two, early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just wasn't the same, bro. It has not been the same. Mm-mm. Maxwell. Bryson Tiller popping. got hot off yeah, of- Maxwell. Maxwell was still popping. Jill Scott at that time, like you had Neo Soul, Poetry, D'Angelo. Oh my God! You had different subgenres of R and B going off. Music so you had dancehall and R and B coming together, making the hardest music you've ever heard in your life, bro. Two thousands dancehall hit different, yo. Sean Paul and Beyonce, Beanie Man and Maya. It go on and on, bro. Mm -hmm. All right, wait. Okay, Risha. Speaking of that, like, did what? What do you think made? Sean Kingston quick and dip because ain't nobody heard. He didn't make no. He did not make he because he didn't make he nothing. Was popping genuine. for a half second he had, in middle school. Yeah, he had no, good look, 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 Beautiful, beautiful girl was dope. And this, then like he had one. It was shorty. I could take you there. Like, this my. This is the reason I feel like Sean Kingston just flashed. You a Jamaican artist? What, what do we want to hear? Dancehall. That dancehall. What was he singing? Wow. Dubak. This nigga singing Dubak. Yeah. We ain't sung Dubak. As a people, as black people, we haven't sung doo-bop since 1946. We ain't trying to hear that shit. Then we got CeeLo Green doing it too, so what? Yeah. We want to hear you, tell me what the fuck you in your pussy, hold me. We want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) But but. But Sean Paul was doing that, so he had to be like, I'm going to do something different. (laughs) Fuck that. Bro, you Jamaican, we don't give a fuck. We want it all, bro. Oh, man, rhythms. I can go, we can go in a whole different discussion about rhythms. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And one thing I noticed that's too that, that's different is like with dance hall, it's okay for everyone to hop on the same track. Whereas hip hop, that's like oh, in American yeah. music, because of copyright law and all that, it's no. But in Caribbean music, yeah, like everyone you make a rhythm, they gonna get on it. Everybody, Everybody getting on the song. Man, get busy. Yep. That's the Wally rhythm. You got um damn. What's the other one? It's a lot of songs made that do like glue, like glue, nothing to go so. Um, there's another one on that beat, right? It's a. Ho- I got him right here. What am I doing? 
got Sufferer by Bounty Killer. Yep, that's on that. Don't play none. He gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> you got Galan Girl by T.O.K. Mm-hmm. You got Party Time by Danny English and Eggnog. T.O.K. T.O.K. It's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of rhythms. Like mm-hmm. that's really like the basis of reggaeton too. Reggaeton is only honestly like based off of like five rhythms, and they just Basically. after that they just yeah. evolved because it's that, that same. Do, 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 do. To me, the, the most used one is uh, the rhythm they use for um, Murder She Wrote. Yeah, mm-hmm. reggaeton. That's the most yeah. used rhythm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's little. But that's why it's like it's hard. Like, cause like I love reggaeton, but like after a while, like that same beat gets so redundant, and it's just like, look, I need you to come up with something different. Reggaeton. So, ain't gonna lie, like with the beats or if you yeah, go through, the, like the beats, like the music and the vibes is still cool. But after a while, it's like, yo, you mm. gotta come up with something. That's at least with. With trap music, yeah, it, it kind of gets the same, but there's there's still you could tell there's uh, different varieties of the trap beat. But I think it's different because it's like with American music or even like with trap music, you know, you kind of listen to the whole song. Whereas with Caribbean music, it's usually more party music, so well, you really only listen to one verse and then you go into the next. Artist. Listen to the verse, and really, it just yeah. enjoy the chorus and then you yeah. bounce. It's percussive in Caribbean music too. You go yeah. in there, you can distinctly every Caribbean genre. You can distinctly tell what it is just by the rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, salsa, yeah. merengue, bachata, reggaeton, dancehall, dancehall, oh, soca, dembow, soca. They all like, they all different because they all have a, a specific rhythm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they go by. Even shit, even gunman music is different than than dancehall music. Like oh, gunman sk- dancehall, yeah, yeah, Skilla gunman, da- yeah, skang, skeleton. Like Mystica. that sound is completely different from just regular dancehall. Yep. Like I didn't throw Alpha Beats in there too because it came from it comes from dancehall. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all have their own specific rhythm. Like the kick and the snare is gonna do the same thing mm-hmm. the whole time, but after that it's whatever, and that's how you know what you're listening to. Yep, mm-hmm. and I, I think I think that's dope. Sure. Shoot. So what are you what are you trying to what is your your ultimate objective in, in your Take my student loans off? <laughs> in life. In, but in music. In music. You wouldn't understand that, huh? Yeah, I'll make me <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Can we can we not? I don't <clears throat> guys. I love You me. ain't trying to struggle like me, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> no. I mean bitch ass niggas. I think was in the parking garage. What's loans? I don't know what that is. Amen. Fuck you. You don't know what Lowe's is? I just, I think that God has put me in the Shut place. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> man, thinking God and shit. If we all How about you think God want to put my foot up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my bills, nigga. I think that, you know, hey, man, hey, hey the real enemy is the white man. And, uh, I think Shut up, man, and give me this up. position. <laughs> I had to pay for college. Four, four square, because not, does not condone Alice's comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... My real oh fuck I forgot you had that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to buttons all day, bro. Like, um, no, my real the real objective for me, man, it's changed over time. Like as you mature, your yeah, everything changes. You know, one point in time I just wanted to be, you know, the best out there, and whatnot. But you know, I just they're just through everything I've been through, personal journey, all this. Like it's more like I just want to be the best that I can be. Like. When I was a kid and before I even got into college, before I got to this point, I could see my, I could dream about all this shit, but now it's like, I can't even dream about nothing. I'm just working at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just really just, I just want to be successful. I want people to say that how much of an inspiration I was to them. I mean, all my friends from back home, they tell me all the time, man, like, oh, you made me, you made me want to start working out. You made me want to start learning a different language. You made me want to do this, do that, because... 
I did it. I, I did all these different things just so I can be, so, so I can have an advantage. Is there one particular like position in music that you would not mind staying in if it was the most l- lucrative? Like how we say, like some people, like Neo, like they make their own music, but they get more recognition for like songwriting. So, like, what do you want to? Um, what do you hope to accomplish as far as like? W- would you be okay with just being a producer or just a songwriter or just the artist themselves, or would you want to try to always do all of them at once to try to keep up? So. What- and so what I do now, man, is when I'm releasing these singles, you know, as an artist, as the Pablo Ramon, but at the same time, it's not necessarily me putting out my shit. Yeah, it is for people to listen to, but I'm putting my shit out as a writer. I want people to be like, oh, he writes songs too? Well, this is an example of what I can do for you if you want to work together. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I got I got some stuff coming up. I'm going to get out the way. Then after that, I'm gonna just fo- just solely focus on writing, okay. pitching out, doing demos, just solely focus on writing. That's where the bread is. That's where I want to be. If I can stay independent, maybe maybe I get a publishing deal as a writer with a publisher. Um, songwriters, that's what you need to be trying to get to as well as a publishing deal. They're gonna protect your music. That's how you're gonna get paid. Bars. So, um, yeah, if I could just do that and just be independent as a artist, and that's straight. Yeah, I, I, I do see that that do be fucking people up. Like, all of these, like, when I think about all of these these biopic movies mm. of, like, like the Whitney Houston one that came out, uh, even, like, straight out of Compton, I saw that for real, like, with, like, that whole, the whole beef between, like, Ice, Ice Cube and, yeah. and um, the NWA. You're right, the, and the rest of them. And it was simply because Ice Cube was damn near the focal point because all of this shit was basically coming out of him, but he was not getting a check and they always highlighted Eazy-E and Dre and they were the only ones that was always like the shining star and I'm like, but it's a whole group. Why isn't the whole group getting paid? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna come through? Writing is important. That's why writing and producing, producers, man, (coughs) big time, big, big producers, bro, some of them don't even have to get credits, bro. Some of them get paid by a song. Like whatever, whoever many songs First you song, do. you get in the check. I've seen some where some get paid a hundred thousand a song. Shit. Wow. Writers, we get. I write a song. Now hip hop is different from country music. Country music is if I write a song by myself, it's a hundred percent. Same for same. Okay, same for hip hop R and B. But let's say it's two people writing. Okay, okay, it's fifty fifty. Now hip hop R and B, the producer automatically gets fifty percent of that writing share, and whoever wrote the chorus and gets 25 percent what and the verse and the other parts are it gets lower and lower 25 percent as well now let's say you got like five writers and you got a producer on the r&b track niggas ain't getting no money <laughs> if you if you didn't if you didn't write that chorus bro you're not you're broke so you a lot i'm trying to i'm Yo. trying to break down like like certain like like certain things that might have like 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 so let's 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 just think of a song that might have like multiple. Okay, like okay. For example, God did. God did had like three, four artists on that song. DJ Khaled is always featured, even though DJ Khaled never like <clears throat> sings or raps or anything, but he's always on the song. Does he even produce anymore? Yeah. I'm look it up for you. Yeah, look up. Yeah, look up. God did, because that because that song was played at the um at the Oscars, like, and that song's been blowing up. Yeah, but like Lil Wayne, Rick Ross. And it has multiple artists. 
So and and these are all none of these are small names. Like all these are big name Jay-Z. artists. On this is show. every this is everybody that is on the writers. So DJ Khaled already got fifty percent of this because he produces himself. Mm-hmm. So the other fifty percent is divided up. I'm gonna let them see how many people on this credit list. And you just probably see their reaction. This is how much the other fifty percent is divvied up between everybody else. Yeah, I saw that. You take out Jay Collar's name. Well, really think about this though, bro. Performed by so DJ Khaled Friday. I don't know. Wayne Carter. That nigga already got money. Yeah. Yeah. Why Written by this? so many people. So is it that you? And they even have DJ Khaled's actual name. Wow. Instead of like DJ, because his name is actually like Khaled Khaled. Khaled. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the Middle Eastern. Yeah. Oh so yeah, Sean Carter instead of Jay Z, like yeah. they actually have like their names. So I was gonna say, so is it? I can see why you talk He's about you one. know the independent route and how important that is because of that. Like when you have more collaborators, you get smaller and smaller cuts of the money. Yeah, but that's also the industry standard. I mean, even if you're independent, that's how it go. Really? I mean, yeah. independent is more about you know putting that middle finger up to the label though. Labels, the labels is the problem. Now I get it; it's business. I under, I, like I said, I had took a class. I understand how labels work, so I, I understand it. It's business. But if you're an artist, I feel like you just want to get a record deal from a label. How many biopics have you seen of artists and they get a record deal from a label and then money comes up as a primary issue? It's a reason for that. Oh, I don't know if you want to keep that for after hours, or if y'all want me to. No, nah, we'll keep that for the after hours. Yeah, but it's a reason for that. So. But even so, yeah. So wait, so wait, back, so back up. So to just specifically for God did, who's getting the biggest check? DJ Khaled. Yeah. Okay. And then followed by who? I don't know who wrote the chorus. You gotta really think. Okay, hold and on. Hold on. It's people on that written that are actually just straight writers. Right. So uh, let's let's go off let's go off that. So DJ Khaled gets the 50. most, the biggest cut. It's fifty. Fifty and fifty alone. Or what are his, what are his credits? Making right? a producing, beat. Okay, producing. No, I mean, producers automatically get writing credits in R&B and hip-hop, but mm-hmm. for making a beat, you get 50. Okay, mm-hmm. so producers get top cut. What's after that? Uh, Chorus. Okay, producer, chorus. Chorus, 25%. I think the chorus was done by Friday. Chorus is 25%. It's partially Friday and John Legend so who did the chorus. After so. that, so so they split, what, 14 and a half? Mm-hmm. After that, it's 25%. And then the main the main verses came from Rick Ross and Jay Z. This is twenty five percent. So fourteen and a half from them. Yeah, it'd be twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. My fault. I don't know why I keep saying fourteen. Twelve and a half for everybody else. You good? Mm. That's just a fraction. Imagine like how who knows how much that song itself is worth. I don't know if Cali just to break it up. Nope, Cali's part of Bad Boy Records. So he ain't getting nothing. So even he's not even. So he probably. We the best. Yeah, I gotta tell you, well, y'all don't know how. Yeah, y'all don't know how. I gotta tell you how the label works, but they probably got some. But because mm. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, it's yep. fucked up. Like, imagine like a song, like sure you you got said, some, a song. Also if a song is worth a hundred k, and then at the end of the day, you're like, oh, we made hundred k. Look at all of us doing this work. And then they hand you, here's your check, a hundred dollars. Like, Bitch, I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's my? Nah, I need a bigger portion. Nah. <laughs> 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 That's, crazy. that's just crazy to think about. But like, I mean, so that's why it's like, it's sometimes it's cool to have a song where it's just all class. Because that's basically what DJ Khaled's albums are are all now. It's just, it's never just him. It's like oh, at least five people. It ever him. It, no, yeah. So, 
But even, even welcome to my hood. But even even, <laughs> but even even at that time, like when it was it was always him, T Pain, Ace Hood, Kanye West, like Rick Ross, like all of them were always yeah. eating off that song. Kanye was producing his own shit too, and yeah, for other niggas. And so, and that and that's even a whole bit. That's even a whole bigger debate that we could probably get into for after hours. Yes, the whole like what Kanye is doing as far as like because like that whole Donna album, like there was I didn't realize how much like. How much shit was really going on behind the album? Like songs being added on, taken off. Who was getting paid? And everybody was, mm-hmm. you know, going after Kanye, saying, "Where's my check?" The Andre three thousand and that, and like the Andre three thousand shit, where like it got leaked and then they got taken off and then never got released on the album. Like they they put it on the deluxe. Yeah, like good song. That's <laughs> crazy. So to finish off, let's all um, kind of go into music that's kind of like shaped who we are. Like what either genre or certain artist that where you are today, you wouldn't be the same. I wouldn't be who I was if I hadn't listened to, I mean, shit, <laughs> Kendrick and Cole automatically in there. But as far as, like, who, like, each artist came with, like, a different personality. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Migos, that was local as it got. Like, the local artists who made it. In the state that we grew up in, like that was huge. I mean, there's a lot of them. Though. You got outcast. But I mean, yes, outcast. But I'm talking about like in middle school and high school, like oh, formative out- years. Formative. Yeah, yeah, formative years. I'm sorry, but because we can always say like, like outcast and Ti and Eastside Boys and Lil John and all them. Yeah, but like, yeah, for our formative teenage what? to adolescent years, like, yeah, like Migos is a huge factor. So for when takeoff died like that shit hit and i was just like yo like what and so like yeah like that was i was definitely impacted by that or um say amigos cole um cole and kendrick shit rick ross meek mill like because remember like like all the stuff that we're talking about as far as like the 2010 to 2018 yeah that era was what made us. Like that era is what influenced, like influenced our, our clothes, our style, our thought process, even like our slogans at that time. Like everything we used was based off of that. So yeah, so I'm always going to just refer to that era as what my influence was. Mm. Interesting. Go ahead, man. It's on me. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I can. I mean, Alex did say some some of my artists, but I'll I'll have to add in like. Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Childish um, Gambino was huge at that time. Count Basie. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Count Basie used to Big work with shit, used know? to work with uh, Quincy Jones back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. Count Basie. Um, Miles man. Davis. Um, <clears throat> I get that answer. So like when people like, ask these questions, like that's like that. That's more so like you know my dad used to play that stuff all the time. Like my, my his dad. Used to play saxophone when whenever he was in New York. Um, he was like huge musician, not not a huge musician, but you know he was, you know, big in the area and stuff like that. So a lot of classical music, jazz music, a lot of that stuff has you know been in my life for like all of it. So mm-hmm. and I typically that's my go-to to keep me grounded. So I can definitely say that's um something that's really been built into my life and built into my personality. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Shit. Mm-hmm. Jeff? 
Um, usually I go last, but since we have a guest, I'm gonna let him go last. So, um, I would say I honestly grew up more on '90s and 2000s R&B and dancehall and soca a lot. I didn't get into hip hop until like middle school and high school, really. So, yeah, and I used to like really be more into the lyrics. So like. Not that I was like an elitist or anything, but I didn't like the trap sound because of the shit they was talking about. I liked more like conscious shit at I'm the time. Above you. And like my favorite hip hop artist of all time <laughs> is uh, Capital Steez. Because if you know me personally, you know I'm a very spiritual person. Talk about like third eye and you know like chakras and all that stuff. And Capital Steez really put me onto that. Just a 19 year old from like you know Brooklyn talking about all this deep stuff, and I was like. And if you even if you listen to this stuff now, it's like insane about how aware he was at that age, bro. So it's like that really got to me. But once I got to like high school and college, it was really more just like the energy of it, of the music, not necessarily the lyrics. So even like uh, house music, you know, even like '90s house music I listen to, or like you know nowadays like Hatronada and shit like that. I like that type of music. Um, but as far as like, you know, what shaped me, obviously Capital Steez, but more of just the energy that I want to be around is just more chill music or hype as well. Dupe. Like yes. a chill, you know, K Trinata, like I said, um, Dance Hall, Soka, um, you know, Masha Montano and all of that. So hey. yeah. <laughs> um, right. Afro Beast as well. So I like more Cultural music now, I've, I've noticed that, and like house music is what I listen to more. Yeah, house music, yeah, look. Mm. Um, damn, I guess when I was a kid, I don't know, bro. I just saw, like I said, music videos really inspired me the most. Mm. Video <laughs> vixens, look at them, you're like, damn, I want to be okay. right next to you. Too. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the green light music video, of John Legend, the all the little neo music videos, like the music videos back then really inspired me to do music and do that. But uh, I guess the artists that, I got two artists, I guess. Pharrell made me creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does and so much, has done so much. I watched um, El Ganador, there's a story of Nicky Young. Okay. This, you know, the legend in the reggaeton world. And that just, you know, I've always loved Nicky Young, but that learning his story just kept me, um, you know, you gotta keep your head down and keep going. So I probably say those two for real and Nicky Young. That's what's up. Shots out, LeBron. And I now probably listen to more reggaeton though. So modern music is reggaeton. Yeah, today, yeah. today, reggaeton now, killing it, bro. I'm sorry. Like we were talking, we were talking about like like the music that was like that was popping at that time that like influenced us. But now, as I've gotten older and, I've, and like now, it's it, I listen to more cultural music exactly. now than listen to just like regular like like American like hip hop or trap mm. music. I listen to way more dancehall, soca, afrobeat, reggaeton, bachata, merengue. But that's that's also because like, you know, 2016, 2015 when we started going to college, like popular music was using like a tropical sound to yep. it. Mm-hmm. And it's still to this day. Drake, <laughs> Drake easily right. was even from views like all of those, I ain't need a one dance. Or that song, Be a Whip Bad Bunny, like, back in 2018. Yeah, so, and also a lot of art, a lot of artists from from the islands and, and from from um, any anything beyond, like, the borders of, like, Mexico. So all of the, all of the islands, Jamaica, Cuba. And the biggest artists in the world right now. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The biggest artist. Bad Bunny's the biggest artist in the world right he, now. He can fill the stage. Th- didn't he? Didn't he just say he's he got listed as like like number one, like most listened to? He is. He is most bro. listened to artist right now in he's the doing, world. Honestly, he's, he's packing doing, out he's, stadiums. He's, on he's slick doing Michael yeah. Jackson shit right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Slick. As far as not, 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 I gotta see a video. Influence. I gotta see a video. But so as far as just his touch, room. his reach, his he's reach going, his performance, he's like going, he's doing shows in Istanbul, reach. Turkey, okay. and, reach. and okay. going to stadiums and selling out packed out crowds. They don't know what he's. Everybody saying. knows who Bad Bunny is. But he sold out. Trip. Same with Michael Jackson. Motherfuckers don't speak English. They're like Michael Jackson. Hey. Yeah. And you are not a clone. Yeah, like and they be singing the fuck out that song. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be the same that Bad Bunny. Oh, that's the Bad Bunny. Bad I love Bad Bunny. I love the um, um. How much you to hear? I hear all these people. I love that song. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was crazy because I I used I used to think that like. I, I thought that like K-pop was making a bigger run than Bad Bunny was. Oh, but Absolutely. Bad Bunny is still taking because I mean K-pop is still getting really popular. But I think K-pop is its own subgenre. But as far as like popular music, In Bad America, still there. reggaeton mm-hmm. compared to K-pop because reggaeton when we was kids was, was oh, yeah. popular. It was yeah. popular. Oh, we didn't hear reggaeton when we was kids. That Yankee yeah. literally. Not a Yankee. Don't know Marley. We did hear them as yes. Americans when we was. Don't know Marley. Oh my god. That's because in the clubs they was playing music to dance to, so it was common to hear soca and dance hall in the 2000s. Reggaeton dance all it. Regular It was on 106 and Park. You would go home and see that shit on 106 and Park on BET television. You never gonna see. I was about to say you might never see K-pop on a BET commercial. I would say even even white people in the 2000s knew who Sean Paul was. Yeah, definitely. Shot in the bottle. I think I think it's, it's a good stopping point right here. I mean, you just listen to the after hours, bro. We're gonna get we gonna continue to get into this, bro. Because yeah. I mean, as you can see, like music is music is universal, and you know, no matter how you shape it, cut it, it, it's gonna touch us. It's gonna touch you in any kind of way, and it's Whoa. gonna inflict a pause. <laughs> no, it's gonna touch pause. you. Come on, man. I was no, I was literally thinking this nigga. Come on. Oh my gosh. Pause. He said it's gonna touch you. <laughs> it's, it's gonna influence. It's gonna, gonna caress you. Yeah. You're gonna feel it, it. Gonna feel feel it in your spirit. Get you all warm. Hit you with some hot oils on your back. Things that you've never felt before. <laughs> Just you want some whack? Make some hot sweet love. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to the Forescore Podcast. Yeah. Make sure you like and share and subscribe and tell your Homeboy, that his shit is ass. What? We don't need no more rappers. <laughs> Follow me on all my socials at the Pablo Ramon. T H E P A. You know how to spell, bitch. The you know Pablo the vibes. Ramon. Till next time, we'll see you later. Ass, nigga. But for real though. Make sure you stream D. Pablo Ramon's music on all streaming platforms for real. Dope artist. We were listening to his music earlier. It's good shit. Everything will be in the bio. Yes, it will be. Link. Quality, man. Peace and blessings. It's actually very and quality. Peace. But tell your homeboy that this shit's ass. Cover, I'm my whole life, I kept on waiting for shit. Had to learn to go get it myself. Yeah, I get this shit by myself. Yeah, I make a way for myself. Yeah, I see you got a new dude in that school, but I promise we fuck, I won't tell. Yeah, know that you miss it, I tell. Because you still hit up myself. So just let us out of ourselves. Cause I think I'm losing brain cells, cause you're toxic, so toxic, still want you myself.
wanted that girl for some years now Now she unbuckled my belt And see how she like how I felt I'm on a mission, no I cannot fail